The second stanza of the song entitled Love Lifted Me, James Rue, the author of the song, he said, All my heart to him I give, ever to him I'll cling, and his blessed presence live, ever his praises sing. Love so mighty and so true, merits my soul's best song, faithful, loving, service to, to him belong. Love lifted me, love lifted me, where nothing else could help, love lifted me. Oh, praise the Lord. For the love of the Lord Jesus Christ that lifted each and every one of us from the miry clay and placed our feet upon a rock to stay. Good morning. It's me again coming to you uh, this morning and thanking you for waking up with me and for giving the time to listen to these devotions. I trust that you have been blessed because that is our intention to bless you and you bless others. Like I've said before, when you get these devotions, please share them with a friend or a family member who no doubt will do the same. And you'll be surprised to know how far God will get these devotions to go. We are looking at this matter of loneliness in the family. And it started way back in the garden with Adam when he was the only man around. God made all the things that he made. And when God finished, he said it was good. And then later on, he looked at Adam there by himself and he said, it is not good for a man to be alone. Loneliness, I said to you in closing last night, is an attitude. It's not always dependent on the absence of people. I shared with you from Psalms 142 verse 4, where the psalmist said, I looked on my right hand and behold, but there was no man that would know me, refuge fail me, no man cared for my soul. So it is not always dependent on the absence of people. Secondly, it is often a faulty conclusion. In 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 9 to 10, he said, Here is the man Elijah in a depressed mood, running away from people and listen to what he was saying. And he came thither unto a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said unto him, What doest thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I alone, am left. And they seek my life to take it away. Well, the truth of the matter is, there was so much more left than Elijah. But because where he found himself and what he found himself in, he became so depressed. And that's how he looked at life, a faulty conclusion. Sometimes loneliness is produced by pride and self-pity. Loneliness can be acute or chronic. It can be caused by a loss of a loved one. Genesis chapter 24, verse 67. It can be caused by leaving familiar surroundings. Psalms 137, verse 1 to 4. It can be caused by friendships that for various reasons ended. And throughout the scripture, we have seen examples of that. In 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse 41 and 42. In 2 Samuel chapter 1, verse 25 to 27. And in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6 to 18. It can be caused by feeling distance from God. Psalms 30, verse 5 to 12. Loneliness 
is a prevailing state of mind. Sometimes it can come by reality not accepted. Mourning much for loved ones. It can come by refusal to adjust to now situations. Yes. It can come by rejecting new revelation. It can come by dwelling on what was the past. It can come by fear of the future. Yes, it can come by that. Separation, which could be painful. It can come by rejection of self. Yes, low self-esteem. Saying what you think others feel about you. It can come by a persecuted way. And over and over, we can name a host of things that it can come by. Whatever the cause, loneliness is not good, according to Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 18. So God introduced a remedy, and that is a helpmate, a companion, a completer, a partner. What was God's remedy for loneliness? Stay with me. God's remedy for loneliness was marriage. Marriage was and is God's remedy for loneliness. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 21 to verse number 25, the Bible says, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs, and he closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not afraid. When you begin your new life with your spouse, there were some adjustments to be made. God knows exactly how to make us to be the right person for the marriage. So let's talk about some things that are involved in making up your marriage relationship. What are some of the things that are involved? One. Marriage is a mixture of personalities melting together. What it is? It's a mixture of personalities melting together. You see, now that you are married, you would find out the real person that you are married to. You know a lot about him or her before through letters, phone calls, talking, and spending time together and maybe sometimes other people telling you. That was enough to discover a couple of weaknesses. But after marriage, you will be living with him or her all the time and there is where you will truly get to know each other. Yeah. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and cleave unto his wife and they too shall become one flesh. May I say to you, after the ceremony at the church, after the reception, after the honeymoon, then the challenges began. What challenges are you referring to? The challenge of becoming one. The goal set out by God is becoming one. That is what all married people must work on. The question again is, how will it be done? We will stop here for this morning. Next morning, we will pick up and explain to you how this should be done in becoming one. Father, this is a prayer that you had. Dear Lord Jesus, 
when you were leaving, you prayed to the Father in John 17 that we would become one even as you and the Father are one. Father, we come to you today and we ask you that you will help us not only to become one, but oneness will be demonstrated in our lives that others will know that we are one. My spouse and I, his spouse, her spouse, Lord, the husband and wife, that they will become one. I pray that something that we would share, God will help them to understand how it can be done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. It's going to be a great day today. Go on out and serve the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord.